Hello, everybody. This is Marshall Poe. I'm the editor of the New Books Network. NBN listeners like to read books and buy them. So we thought we'd tell you that right now, our friends at Princeton University Press are having a remarkable site-wide sale. You can get 50% off books, including ebooks and audiobooks, with the code 50, F-I-F-T-Y, at checkout until May 31. You can save some real money on Princeton University Press books. I encourage you to go there and check it out. Welcome to another episode of New Books in Islamic Studies. I'm your host, Elliot Bazzano. For every program, we choose a new and exciting book and chat with the author. Today, I have the pleasure of... Welcome to another episode of New Books in Islamic Studies. I'm your host, Elliot Bazzano. For every program, we choose a new and exciting book and chat with the author. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Michael Muhammad Knight, Assistant Professor of Religion and Cultural Studies at the University of Central Florida, about his provocative and super fun book, Tripping with Allah, Islam, Drugs, and Writing, published by Soft Skull Press in 2013. Knight writes this book from a first-person perspective as a piece of creative nonfiction. The book includes a liberal amount of swearing and sexual references, and Knight's writing style is raw, sometimes jarring, but smart and sophisticated. Indeed, by pushing boundaries, it offers the reader an experience and angle that many authors prefer to avoid. Tripping with Allah includes personal, autobiographical reflections as well as detailed cultural and political histories of the many interactions between drugs and religion, specifically Islam. From the beginning of the book, the reader expects the story to culminate in the author's experiential encounter with a visionary plant brew called ayahuasca, indigenous to South America and now popular throughout the globe as a portal into the spiritual world. The twists and turns leading up to this encounter give the book some amount of narrative suspense, but it's a page-turner in any case. The reader, during her journey through Knight's narrative, will learn about how coffee was initially banned by Muslims and how socioeconomics allowed wine, although explicitly forbidden by authoritative religious texts, a status over marijuana, which was not explicitly forbidden, but seen as a drug for the lower classes. The reader also learns about philosophical debates over authority to interpret Islamic metaphysical doctrines and how the world of academia functions. That the book's subtitle includes writing makes itself clear throughout the text as well, and readers who enjoy reflecting on the recreational as well as existential dramas of written language will find themselves gripped by Knight's process. He wrote the book, moreover, during his transition into a PhD program in religious studies after already making a name for himself as a successful author of several books. Because of the liminal space from which he writes Tripping with Allah, as well as its artistic precision, the book should appeal to broad audiences and Islamic studies specialists alike. I hope you enjoy the interview, and without further ado, here's my conversation with Michael Muhammad Knight. Good afternoon, Michael. Thank you so much for joining us today on New Books in Islamic Studies. Thank you. 
Yeah, it's, it's, my, it's my pleasure. I'm really looking forward to chatting with you about this unique book. And our tradition here at New Books in Islamic Studies is to ask authors to share a little bit about how they got interested in the topic. And I think your story uh, may vary a bit from many sort of quote-unquote academic stories. But anyways, we're all unique. So what, what is it that initially drew you to this field of Islamic studies? Wow. Uh, you know, it started out as me search, which I think goes for a lot of us. You know, um, I was an undergrad dropout, uh, just doing kind of a, a starving writer endeavor. And I was, I was working on, uh, the five percenter community. I was doing research with them, uh, making a lot of trips to New York, building with the gods. And I, I wasn't doing that as an academic. I think I saw myself more in the vein of, you know, Hunter S. Thompson participatory journalism kind of thing. Uh, but I ended up stumbling into the American Academy of Religion conference and giving a presentation on the five percenters really, again, you know, not having a four year degree, not knowing how any of this worked. It just so happened that, uh, you know, this tremendous scholar and friend, Lori Silvers, vouched for me and introduced me to that world. And, uh, you know, I found myself presenting at the American Academy of Religion on this community. I ended up going to dinner uh, with the Islamic Studies people, you know, the annual thing that, that we do in different versions over the years. Uh, I found myself at that dinner and someone <laughs> someone. Uh, pointed at the room to me, like at the crowd of people and said, you know, none of these people could hold down a regular job. They're good at getting obsessed with things and writing about them and reading about them and talking about them. Uh, and that's really the only things that their brains are equipped to do. And that's what my brain is equipped to do. You know, I, it sounded like a dream to me and it really, it had never occurred to me that that was a life or that that was a professional choice. I kind of fell out of school. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know why I was in school. I was just kind of drifting, and it was it was really just Lori Silver's opening that door for me and, and vouching for me so that other uh, smart professional people would would vouch for me and, and open doors for me. And uh, really, I mean, this is this is the dream for me, you know, mm-hmm. just um, get obsessed with stuff and write about it and talk about it. Uh-huh. It was kind of an accident, you know. Yeah, so you had you had written several books actually before you uh, began graduate school in Islamic studies. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't the, the uh, necessarily the most strategic move for this career path, but that's that's how it worked out. So, well, we'll we'll get into the the meat of the book uh, shortly, and you can comment on how it relates to as well as departs from other projects you've worked on. But when you when you started graduate school, who are some of the the authors, old and new, and influential mentors in your life that helped orient you to this new path, as it were? So, you know, I went to UNC, and I'm really a cheerleader for that program and the people in it. So when I came in, it was uh, Juliana Heimer's first year. My first year as a student was her first year as faculty there, and she was my advisor, and so much of my my vision of what it means to be in this field, both in terms of scholarship and teaching and our our weird overlaps with community stuff and 
and our, our lives off campus. Uh, so much of it I, I owe to her as, as a mentor. Um, certainly Carl Ernst and you know when I started Omid Safi was there. And for all three of them, so much of you know the, the training besides coursework and informal conversations was watching them teach. I, mean, I TA'd for all of them at different points and just sitting there you know, watching them uh, talk about Islam in North Carolina was uh, really formative for me in terms of thinking about how I would do that. You know, like not only what kind of books I would write in the future, because I'm really getting a chance to meet students where they are and think about writing in that way, uh, but also how I present it in the classroom. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm a big cheerleader. For- yeah, and I, I hope we can chat some more about teaching and how that relates to the book as well. So let, let's follow up. The The title is, is provocative, uh, I think, on, on many levels. Could we, could we start off with, could you just like do some exegesis of, of the title, <laughs> Tripping with Allah, Islam, Drugs, and Writing? Can you say a bit how that, that title came to be? Tripping with Allah, I think, is just a money title. I, I just, I, I'm... I just think it's a cool title. Uh, and I, I think it's a cool cover. I mean, the cover is part of it, you know. Um, I don't know what the cover is doing exactly. It's, uh, it's a 